page of today's Republican newspaper, Monty's March Continues Fight Against Hunger. Radio broadcaster has been walking for 13 years. He's taken a few days off to sit in the studio as well. Here's what it says. This by Jonas Snowden. Christopher Monty Belmonte, broadcaster for the river, and we should note WHMP, pointed his shopping cart north for the 13th time and began leading a two-day, 43-mile walk from Springfield to Deerfield. Well, that's a mistake. It's Greenfield, actually. But, hey, the idea is right, and it's the front page. And there are two really large photographs. The front page is significantly devoted to Monty's March. The intention of the walk, dubbed, quote, Monty's March, well, I don't know, Doug Monty's March? It is Monty's March. I think we should do a serious, serious uh, uh, review of this. How do we look at this? Anyway, it's great publicity, <laughs> but we know it a little bit better than the uh, Republican. So Monty's March is to raise money and assist the mission of the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, which is to support food pantries and meal sites in all four western counties in Western Massachusetts. And here with us via... The miracle of the interweb, we have one Monty Belmonte and his shopping cart. Monty, come in, Monty. We are on the Amity Hill Horror, Newman, as predicted. This seems to be what happens every time we get on the Bill Newman Show. We're right in the middle of the highest hill in the entirety of the march on this, the second day of the 13th march. Luckily, I got Sean Barry from Four Seasons Wine and Liquors and Phil Corman from CISA helping pull as I push and broadcast, we're getting very close to the top now, so. And they're helping to push and pull the cart, and who's helping to push and pull you? <laughs> Nobody's pushing and pull me, I'm also pushing, but this is, teamwork makes the dream work, as they say. And that's what, uh, maybe this is a, an analogy for what the whole event is, where this shopping cart, empty shopping cart, started as a symbol of hunger those 13 marches ago, and the community rallied around it to raise money for the food bank, and the community rallying around the literal cart and me pushing this cart up the hill on this very steep Amity Hill. And that, uh, you know, we still want the community to rally around the cart and the Food Bank of Western Mass and the great work that they do. And they certainly have been over day one and the first part of day two here. Okay, you're going up this really steep hill, Amity Hill. And it is in Amherst, for those of our listeners who are not familiar with that specific area. And it is, in fact, really steep. So let's get to the most important part of this aspect of the march. How's Congressman McGovern doing? Congressman McGovern was fine this morning. Oh, no. What do you mean, was um, fine this morning? <laughs> I haven't seen a whole lot since we left because I'm at the very front. And uh, he's somewhere else. You're implying that the congressman is a laggard? Come on, Monty. You know, he's going at a different pace, and we all go at our different paces, and so I ain't going to judge. It's personal best. Okay. So uh, some idea of how you did or how we did, how the community did in terms of raising money uh, yesterday and up till this point? Um, I think Andrew Morehouse from the Food Bank will have some more specific numbers when he talks with you in just a little bit. But, yeah, we have got, we're nearing $100,000 at last check. So, or more, says Andrew Morehouse with a thumbs up gesture. So tell us, uh, how many? What a long way to go. Yeah, a long way to go. You got about another, I don't know, uh, 400,000 dollars and sixteen miles. And yeah, all. That's, it's worth noting though that us, there's literally hundreds of people behind us right now, most of whom have signed up to fundraise within their own communities for this. They started their teams, their individuals that are fundraising, and all of that hasn't been added up yet. Um, not all of the major contributions 
not all of the matching contributions have been added. Nevertheless, we want you right now to call 888-323-4673 because there is a Blue Cross Blue Shield match this hour as well as an anonymous $2,500 match. So you can make your dollar go a lot farther. And as you probably heard yesterday, $1 equals four meals to the Food Bank of Western Mass and the purchasing power and the partnerships that they have. So you can really make that dollar go quite far. Okay, let's pause there for one minute to let our listeners know that we have these two matching grants on the table this hour, this hour, this hour. We need you to do appreciate the fierce urgency of now and call 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, or go to montysmarch.com, 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, and your contribution will be doubled. Your dollar can serve eight meals. It's astounding, because the food bank does an amazing job. We hear a honk of appreciation there for you, Monty. You have hundreds of people with you? Yeah, I was, uh, didn't really realize how many there were until we took a pit stop to go to the bathroom at Home Depot. And, uh, <laughs> a big shout out for Home Depot. Morning. Thank you for providing literally the essentials of life. Yeah, so that was the best place to make a pit stop, it seems. And we've got a, we've got a generous patron making a contribution. Uh, then they're also giving us Halloween candy. So uh, not not in this cart. That's the electronics cart. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please don't dump the candy on the electronics. We have we have enough trouble with that interweb thing. So Monty, uh, you have with you uh, Andrew Morehouse. Yes, I'll hand it over to him in just a second. Okay. Uh, here we go. Andrew Morehouse, executive director of the Food Bank of Western Mass. Bill Newman would like to talk. Well, good morning. Well, good morning, and thank you so much for being with us. We really appreciate it. I'd like to know, uh, Andrew Morehouse, uh, how important this event is for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, and more specifically, given how the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts distributes food, how important it is to all those food distribution centers uh, throughout the region. So tell us a bit about how this all works. I appreciate the question. It's an important one. I think uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, your listeners uh, would benefit from knowing that, you know, right now we're providing food assistance every month to about 100,000 people. Uh, and that's up from about 80,000 in, uh, in January of this year when we saw the levels of food insecurity fall to pre-pandemic levels, thanks in large part to the uh, federal pandemic benefits that regrettably sunsetted in December of last year. And with this uh, inflation, we're just seeing more and more people having a hard time making ends meet. You know, even if they're working minimum wage jobs, we know how inflation cuts into your, uh, your, your income. So the need is great. And as a food bank serving all four counties of Western Massachusetts, we provide most of the food that 164 member food pantries and meal sites scattered across all four county, counties receive uh, and distribute to their neighbors in need of food assistance. So, uh, you know, we are, uh, as we like to call it, an emergency food network of 164 independent nonprofit and uh, faith-based organizations that are leveraging the generosity and the commitment of uh, members of the community who volunteer to support this effort to ensure that, as we like to say, everyone has a 
right to healthy food regardless of their circumstances. So, Andrew Morehouse, Executive Director of the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, break it down a little bit into its granular pieces, if you would. Someone calls right now. They call 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, or they go to montysmarch.com, and they say, I'm going to give, oh, let's just say, uh, $100. Very generous yeah. gift. Thank you very much. $100 goes to the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. Can you tell us how that $100 is used, how that is used for purchases, how that food then is distributed. Tell us a bit more on the day-to-day operational level of how this sure, works. Sure, I'd be happy to. Yeah, so a $100 donation enables us to be able to provide the equivalent of 400 meals, uh, healthy meals of food to, uh, again, individuals who will go primarily to a, a local food pantry or for a bag of groceries, uh, uh, largely comprised of uh, fresh vegetables uh, during the harvest season locally, local vegetables, uh, frozen meats donated uh, by area supermarkets, and an assortment of dry goods from rices and pastas to canned goods rich with the protein uh, for them to take home and, and put meal on their table or to go to a meal site and get a hot meal uh, if they don't have the means to cook a meal at home. Uh, and this is taking place, uh, uh, as I said, across a, a vast network of local food pantries and meal sites across all four counties who are making sure that the food that comes from the food bank, thanks to the generosity of donors today, uh, to those families who need it most. And uh, I think uh, what's important for people to know is, is that uh, we, the food bank is a, a very large warehouse currently in Hatfield. Uh, that is able to uh, store very large quantities of food that we receive from uh, funding that uh, comes from the federal government, the state government, and then donated food that comes from all of the major supermarkets uh, uh, and then smaller ones and and then even uh, from uh, several dozen uh, local farmers uh, who provide us with over a uh, half a million pounds of donated food and we purchase another half a million dollars with state funding so that we're not we're able to both uh, support families in need and support local farmers at the same time so there's a there's a rippling effect of that dollar that's donated or that hundred dollars that's donated to the food bank to enable us to store uh, you know, 14 million pounds of food uh, the equivalent of about 13 million meals and get it out to people in need over the course of a year. How many people? Go over those numbers again. How many meals are you providing and how many people? I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Hang on one second. Can you turn the volume up on that? Yeah, let's see. Okay, oh, we're, we will deal with technology and we're going to be totally transparent about it. Let's try that again. Sorry. Okay, tell us again how many meals the food bank of Western Mass provides uh, every year and how many people in our area are in need of food? Sure. Uh, over the course of a year, uh, we've, well, incrementally every year, we've been providing more and more food assistance during the height of the pandemic. Uh, we provided oh, over, over about 14 and a half million uh, meals equivalent of food. Uh, and that's dropped a little bit because circumstances have gotten modestly better. Uh, I think last year we provided about 13 and a half million meals worth of food. Uh, and uh, we're on track to probably to uh, distribute more than that uh, this year. 
uh, by the end of the year. So uh, it's a lot of food uh, to a lot of people in need. Uh, again, on average, uh, we're providing food to about 100,000 people every month right now, and we're seeing that number tick up uh, as inflation uh, uh, continues to persist. Andrew Morehouse, tell us this. The theme or of this year's March is making moves, and the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts is, in fact, moving. And it's the good news, which is you'll be more efficient, more effective, better able to provide food for people in need, families that suffer from food insecurity, kids who don't know where their next meal is coming from. It's an enormous benefit. It's a part of the fabric of our community. And yet this move to Chicopee and their bigger facility in some ways is disturbing because it really does uh, underscore how entrenched this problem of food insecurity and hunger is in the region. And I would appreciate your response to that reflection. Sure, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, we are clearly uh, coming off of and, and still uh, experiencing uh, a food insecurity crisis. You know, we talk a lot about climate crisis being an existential threat, and it clearly is, and I'm glad we're aware of it. But we've been dealing with a food insecurity crisis uh, for decades in this country, uh, not to to speak at all about the global hunger crisis uh, that the world is facing. And so, you know, our job here at the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts is to ensure that everybody who needs a healthy meal gets a healthy meal, regardless of their circumstance. And uh, we're not going to shy away from that. While at the same time, part of our mission is to lead the community to end hunger. And in doing that, we have to... Uh, confront the underlying causes of hunger, which are many and complex. But we know uh, at approximate level, there are three basic things that uh, uh, factors that lead people to food insecurity. And, and that is not obviously not having uh, an income to be able to support their family, uh, uh, whether it's earned or unearned, depending on whether you can or can't work. I, obviously, elders and children can't work, so they need support. And we as a uh, 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 21st century society should be there for them with a strong safety net, uh, of which we play a modest part, uh, but an important one. But there, you know, we know that people working uh, a full-time minimum wage job can't support their families. There's something wrong with that. Uh, that's not what we uh, what we expect. Okay, we're going to talk and walk. We're going to so talk we, more. Actually, we're gonna, let's take a break here, and then we'll talk more. And while okay. we're on the break, listen, listeners, listen up, please, 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 please. While we're on this break, call 888-323-4673, 888-323-HOPE, or go to montysmarch.com. If you give a dollar, you can provide eight meals. Please, 888-323-HOPE. Your contribution is going to be doubled this moment. There is a first fierce urgency of now. Please, we're going to take this quick break. We'll be right back with more with Congressman McGovern and Andrew Morehouse and Monty Belmonte and his marchers, 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, montysmarch.com. Go do it now. We'll be back in two minutes. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. Just can't wait to get on the road. 
when it's happening here in the Valley, we're talking about it. Modest, very minimal increase in the police budget, largely uh, due to just regular contractual um, obligations. Holyoke is nothing like Northampton and Greenfield. The quality of life uh, issues or demographics, very, very different. So I can never compare our police departments. The challenges we have going on in our city are very, very different. 1015-1400-1240. We are the Valley. We are WHMP. This Bonafide Minute is brought to you by New England Orthopedic Surgeons of Western Mass. Your shoulder. It's one of the largest and most complex joints in your body, consisting of the bones of the upper arm, shoulder blade, and collarbone, and the rotator cuff, a collection of muscles and tendons that not only surround the shoulder, but give it support and a wide range of motion. Hi, this is Dr. Jenny Garber, arthroscopic and shoulder surgeon at New England Orthopedic Surgeons. Competitive hockey and basketball players can sustain shoulder injuries such as shoulder separation and dislocation and tears of ligaments and tendons from sliding into the boards, falling on the ice or court, or direct contact. But shoulder sprains, strains, and tears can also occur in us regular folks at Sunday pickup games, during dreaded winter shoveling, or even through wear and tear over time. So, whether you're a professional athlete, weekend warrior, or someone in between, you can trust the team at New England Orthopedic Surgeons to give you the best bona fide care around. Visit neortho.com to schedule your appointment today. It happens all over Massachusetts. In every home and every community. Be careful on your bike. Learning can happen anytime, anywhere. And no matter how learning takes place in your family's life, Desi is there as your partner. The Massachusetts Department of Elementary and Secondary Education. Never stop learning. Find out more at mass.gov slash back to school. Sponsored by the Massachusetts Department for Elementary and Secondary Education. Want to support the kind of local talk you hear on the Bill Newman Show? Want to hear your business's message here on WHMP? Email us, yourmessage at whmp.com. We'll help you craft a marketing message that'll reach listeners of your favorite WHMP show. And we'll be supporting the local news, valley talk, and progressive voices you hear right here on WHMP. Let us know about your message. Email us, yourmessage at whmp.com and add your message to our mission. And hear your message right here on WHMP. Your message at whmp.com. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. We continue our live coverage of Monty's March for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. You can call 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, or go to montysmarch.com, and your contribution this hour will be doubled thanks to these matching grants that we have with us, $3,500 this hour. But we need your contribution, and we need it now. Please, 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, or montysmarch.com. We are speaking with the executive director of the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, Andrew Morehouse, who I think has made it up the Amity Hill of Horrors in Amherst and is now hopefully on somewhat flatter level ground and is talking to us about how the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts really works, how many Thousands and thousands and tens and thousands and 100,000 people depend on the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts and its partners for food, for their families, for their children, for themselves, and how this is a handout and a leg up in a time of need for people. Andrew, i got to tell you, the, the, the stories that most moved me about the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts are those persons who say, I received food from the Food Bank 
of Western Massachusetts in my time of need, in my family's time of need, and now they are in a situation where their lives are really good and they are giving back and making contributions to the food bank itself. And I'm wondering how that strikes you. Well, that's what it's all about. Uh, we know uh, in this country, you know, people are a paycheck away or an accident away or a divorce away or uh, uh, a roof over their heads away from being food insecure. And we hear countless stories of this kind uh, day in and day out. And that's why we do our work uh, and why we're so grateful that the community rallies behind our mission and this cause in particular. This is a major fundraising event for us. Uh, that's why the significance of this, this event helps us in part do the work that we do. Uh, and, you know, in addition to providing food assistance, of which we'll be able to do a lot more uh, in our new facility when we move down to Chicopee, we provide a whole array of services that uh, people probably aren't familiar with that get at uh, ending hunger. Uh, and they include our nutrition staff. We have two nutrition employees who are out there and they're hearing stories all the time uh, as they try to uh, support folks to prepare healthy meals on a budget. They hear stories all the time from kids in particular who, who've never seen a tomato, a real live tomato before, other than in a can or a strawberry or a green bean. And those stories just remind us that, that, pe that, that people have different realities in this, uh, in this part of the country, in this region and, and across the country. That, you know, we can't assume that everyone uh, is able to get to a supermarket, much less a farmer's market, to buy healthy produce uh, grown right around their corner from where they live and be able to prepare a healthy meal. Uh, that is not a reality for so many people. So being able to help folks uh, learn how to uh, prepare the healthy, fresh local vegetables that we're able to distribute uh, is extremely rewarding. And we believe is one more example of how we can make a dramatic impact in uh, ending hunger. And that's just one of many ways that, that we get involved uh, uh, in uh, getting at the, the underlying causes of hunger. I could go on and on, but uh, we're really grateful that uh, you're helping us get the word out today. Again, 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673 or montysmarch.com. Let me ask you this, if I could. How many people, I think you mentioned this in our earlier segment, how many people or how many families every year does the food bank help provide food for here in our four counties? Yep, uh, and of course that's a moving target. Uh, but right now, uh, on average, we're pro providing food assistance to just over 100,000 people. It was far higher during the height of the pandemic. It dropped uh, by the end of last year. And over the course of this year, it's been steadily going up again, due mainly to inflation and the uh, end of the uh, federal pandemic benefits. So we don't know where this is going to go, but we have to be ready. Uh, uh, not sitting idle and uh, standing on our heels, make sure that every one of those individuals has access to healthy food and, until they can uh, hopefully uh, fend for themselves. But we know in this society, no one fends for themselves. We are, quote unquote, a society, and that's what it's all about. It's working together to take care of one another uh, and providing people with the means so they can 
uh, take care of themselves to the best of, of their abilities. We are speaking with Andrew Morehouse, who is the executive director of the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, who is in the midst, along with apparently a large crowd, hundreds of people who are with Monty now in Amherst as they begin the trek up through the up to Greenfield. And I would like to ask, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side and speak with Congressman Jim McGovern, who is with Monty again for the second day of this march, as he has been every year, I think, for the last 11 years. But, Andrew, before we go and take this break, I think we should focus on one really crucial piece, which is what Monty is wearing. Because yesterday he was in a martial arts icon, uh, Bruce Lee yellow jumpsuit, complete with a set of yellow nunchucks uh, set in the cart. And Monty said he wanted to dress up as someone who, in, who inspired him with his or her moves. And so the question is today, what is Monty wearing? And you want me to answer that question? Yeah, I, if you, if I you dare, to, yes. Yes, I do. Well, I'll have to because he just ran off to <laughs> greet a whole uh, group of students who are chanting Monty and stop hunger. And uh, he couldn't be better dressed than he is as none other than Elvis Presley. <laughs> so I think he's going to do a rendition of uh, "Ain't Got Nothing But a Hound Dog" or "Ain't Nothing But a Hound Dog." Or, uh, we'll have to see what what his what he studied in his repertoire. I hope certainly hope someone has a very very accurate video to they'll be able to share showing Monty and his swiveling hips. Uh, I, that was going to that will be that will be a sight to behold. Okay, we're going to take this quick break. We're going to come back. We're going to speak with Congressman Jim McGovern. And if you haven't yet done so, listeners, really, this is for you. I am asking. I am cajoling. I am begging. I am groveling. I am encouraging. I want you to do this, please, please, please. Eight 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 three two three Hope. Eight 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 three two three four six seven three or montysmarch.com and do it now. Do it right now. Don't put it off. There's a matching grant. Your dollar means eight meals. Please, please, please. Eight 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 three two three hope. Eight 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 three two three four six seven three. Montysmarch.com. We'll be right back with Jim McGovern. Thank you all so very much. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. For WHMP News, I'm Jess Tyler. Governor Charlie Baker is asking for $130 Bill Newman, million in federal funding for emergency uh, housing. I have a message from Monty. Ron because we're on the phone, he would like to, to keep the questions short Governor and Baker laugh. released a statement Friday saying that Massachusetts' emergency shelter system provides support for thousands of families each year. But a recent uptick in new migrant arrivals coupled with a strained housing market has led to a need for greater capacity across the system. Baker added that the recent influx of migrants is the result of federal policy and the federal government's inability to address immigration challenges, which will require states to increase funding for their own programs in response. For WHMP News, I'm Stefan Ward-Wheaton. Tax bills in Amherst will average about $800 more per year in fiscal year 2023. Town Council approved a single tax rate recommended by the town manager and assessor. The Gazette reports with nearly 9 in 10 properties classified as residential, Amherst is not in a good position to shift more of the tax burden to commercial properties. 
Deerfield Academy is the recipient of a massive donation from a recently deceased alumni. Rodolfo Waxman left $80 million to the private high school from which he graduated in 1953. Waxman died in January 2021 due to complications from COVID-19. Waxman was vice chair of the mad media company Televisa. Deerfield Academy will be naming the school's new athletic complex after Waxman. A beautiful day for day two of Monty's March from Northampton to Greenfield. Enjoy that sunshine, a light breeze, and a high of 44 to 48. Scattered clouds tonight, evening temperatures in the 30s, an overnight low of 22 to 28. Mostly sunny tomorrow, 46 to 50. Mostly sunny on Thursday, Thanksgiving, with a high in the mid-40s. I'm 22 News Storm Team Meteorologist Brian Lapis, 101.5 WHMP. This News Minute is brought to you by our partners at Holyoke Media. Yo soy Johan Rashi Vega con la síntesis informativa de Holyoke Media. El alcalde de Holyoke, Joshua García, junto con el presidente del Consejo Municipal de Holyoke, Todd McGee, se reunieron el viernes por la tarde en la esquina de High Street y Hamden, junto con otros oficiales de la ciudad, amistades allegadas y familiares de don Rafael Fernández, dueño de Fernández Restaurant, para develar la placa conmemorativa que da a esta calle el nuevo nombre de Fernández Way. Durante la ceremonia de despedida de este negocio local en el verano, McGee anunció que había presentado una solicitud al Consejo Municipal para nombrar esta calle como Fernández Way luego de haber escuchado las peticiones por parte de la comunidad durante el emotivo evento del 22 de julio en Veterans Park. El propio McGee fue el encargado de develar la placa con el nuevo nombre de la calle en medio de la celebración de un numeroso grupo de personas que se dieron cita para celebrar a la familia Fernández. Don Rafael se mostró contento y emocionado. Me siento muy contento, muy este, agradecido de la de Sirio Holio, de mi familia, una gran familia que tengo porque toda la gente de Holio que visitaban mi restaurante, yo los considero como mi familia porque me, me soportaron por 34 años y estoy muy contento por todo eso y le doy gracias a Dios. Y pues, si algún día yo no estoy, mis nietos y eso, por lo menos vienen y ven el sign. Don Rafael Fernández hizo énfasis en su familia y el orgullo que siente de ella. Yo me siento bien orgulloso porque siempre hicimos una familia unida, siempre. Eso es un legado que nos dejó a nuestros padres y siempre lo hemos mantenido, la familia. Yo amo a mi familia. Si algún día muero y resucito, quiero tener la misma familia y quiero venir a vivir en Jolio, donde vivo 52 años. Yo soy Johan Rashi Vega y esta fue la síntesis informativa de Holyoke Media a través de WHMP. This News Minute has been brought to you by our partners at Holyoke Media. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. We continue our live broad broadcast of Monty's March. The marchers are now in Amherst. This hour we have matching donations from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts and Cooley Dickinson Hospital and an anonymous... Donation, a grant, matching grant as well of $2,500. So if you call in the next 20 minutes, your donation will be doubled. Your dollar means eight meals. Your dollar means eight deals. Eight meals, please. 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673 or montysmarch.com. Monty, can you hear us? Ba I can hear you, Bill Newman. Base to Monty. So how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, it's amazing how much the weather factors into the spirits of myself and the other marchers and how it quickens our pace and uh, enlivens our morale in regards to this event that already is such a, a morale booster, I think, in so many different ways for different people. But uh, when it's a nice day like today, it's really unbelievable. Plus, 
I don't have to wear an undershirt under my Elvis costume. I can go bare chested. <laughs> well, that that is crucial. That is so. Oh, oh my God! I don't know if I want to ask this question. I tried to show Congressman my government my nipple earlier this morning. <laughs> I, I was trying to show him that because it's Thanksgiving time that my turkeys are done. <laughs> I was afraid to ask, so thank you for volunteering. Uh, you lingered too long, and I just took that opportunity. <laughs> Do you have Congressman McGovern there with you? Yes. Let me slow the cart down and let the congressman catch up. And again. We're, we're broadcasting with poor technology today, so you have to keep your questions concise and loud. And here is Congressman Jim McGovern. Hey, hello. Congressman, how are you? How are you doing? I'm still going. I'm still, I, my blisters have blisters, but I'm <laughs> still moving. So what is the morale of the uh, other marchers who are now behind you as opposed to ahead of you? Yeah, hey, the morale is great. I mean, look, people are excited getting lots of beeps from cars going by and look the weather's wonderful i mean i took off my winter coat and so it's, it's 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 just a great day to walk so if anybody wants to walk with us for a little while come down and join us you can walk 10 feet or 10 miles we have another at least 20 miles to go <laughs> no we have 19.9 miles left so we're, we're we're going but uh but but thank you to everybody who's already given i mean we really appreciate it could help a lot of people and for those who, for those who haven't uh, you know please uh, pick up the phone and, and make a donation congressman you're a large donor to this event tell us why well i i'm 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 just i'm just you know i, I we all i'm like everybody else we have a page where we're asking friends to give and my birthday was the other day so you know i said my kids a little a little um, appeal saying my dad's crazy. He marches 43 miles every year, and you know he's getting old. And you know, please, please help him out. And people have been responding, so you know we will hopefully you know be able to raise you know a lot of money that can go toward uh, helping the people in the, in the area make sure they have good, nutritious food. Did you just say your dad? No. Who is marching no. the 43 miles? No, my I said my kids. Your did kids. A, Oh, did it for letter. their dad. I got it. Yeah, and they said they said my dad, meaning me, is old and crazy and marching forty three <laughs> miles. So please help him out. And, and and those are your children, your your greatest supporters. They they, 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 they meant it lovingly. They told me. <laughs> so, uh, I'd like to know more about the response that you get during the march from people who are uh, either on the sidewalks or the places you visit. Tell us about that. Look, people, you know, people have been great. Some people stop and unfortunately stop in the middle of, of fast traffic and <laughs> hold out, you know, a check or some cash and, and want, to, want to contribute. We just can't. We just passed this incredible school group in Amherst. What was the Wildwood Elementary? Wildwood Elementary. I mean, you, you would have think, you know, Monty was the second coming. I mean, they were so happy to see him. And yeah, I am dressed like Elvis. He is dressed like Elvis. And so. Uh, but they, you know, young kids, very enthusiastic and, you know, people come outside of their homes and we're walking by and make a contribution. So it's been really, really nice. Look, this is people in this, in this community are good and they care about one another. And that's what communities are supposed to do. And, you know, we, you know, we've been talking a lot about how we have this national strategy to end hunger all throughout the country. Well, it requires more than just the government to do something. It requires all of us. And the people who are marching and the people who are contributing are stepping up to the plate and they're doing something. 
they're making a difference. And, uh, it's, you know, a, a lot of people are going to be very, I get, I get a benefit from uh, the, their generosity. I wonder, do your colleagues in Congress, when they hear about your marching 43 miles over two days, do they give you funny looks or are they supportive? Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I think they're, you know, I, I mean, they're, they, they, I think they're generally supportive, but they do give me funny looks. But look, you know, this, whatever we call this that Monty does <laughs> every year works, um, and, and it helps a lot of people. And you know, uh, we have a lot of politicians and a lot of people in our, you know, we come in contact with who like to talk the talk. But you know, this is literally walking the walk. And you know, I got, you know, like I said, I mean, I'm. I'm not in the best of shape, but I can do 43 miles. And, uh, and if the return on this is that it helps contribute uh, to a, a big finish uh, in terms of fundraising for the food bank, it, you know, it's worth it. My, my wounds will heal. <laughs> <laughs> Did you practice at all for this? Did you engage in some training? Yeah I, yeah, I get out of bed and I walk downstairs. <laughs> like, you know, I, no. But, I, you know, when I'm in, when we're in Washington, our, the place we live in Washington is about 13 blocks from the Capitol. So I walk to work every day, work to and from. So I usually get my 10,000 steps a day. Well, that's, but that's that, 10,000 steps is nowhere near 43 miles. <laughs> <laughs> so are you near the front of the line generally or are you – a I'm, bit I'm of a lagger. I'm in the front. You know, you know what? I'm, I'm right now in the front of the line, but I'm all over the place. I mean, you know what? I, this 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 march gives me a chance to catch up with a lot of friends who I haven't seen in a while. So you know, I'm sometimes in the front, sometimes in the middle, sometimes in the back, sometimes in the front. And my son Patrick is uh, with me today, and uh, my daughter Molly will join me after she finishes her online class. <laughs> Um, and then, uh, my, and my wife, Lisa says she's coming too. And I'll, and I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yellow Monty. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So here's the vital question of the day. Yep. How is Monty's costume, his impersonation of Elvis going over with the, uh, with, with the crowds? Well, I mean, so people know he's Elvis today, right? People didn't know he was Bruce Lee yesterday. So, yeah, so, so people today get it. Uh, so it's going over very, very well. I mean, he's being treated like a rock star, the rock star that Elvis is. And so it, it, it's, it, yeah, it, it's working. Or the rock star that Monty is. And the rock star that Monty is, absolutely. Thank you, Numi. <laughs> so, Congressman McGovern, uh, we're going to let you go back and take some deeper breaths so you don't have to uh, march and talk at the same time. But I would like you to share with our listeners your final thoughts about this march, about hunger in the United States, and our community's engagement in trying to combat hunger and food insecurity. Yeah, look, there are some problems we can't solve or we don't know how to solve. This isn't one of them. And with the White House Conference on Hunger and Nutrition and Health, uh, the White House took a big step in putting forward a national strategy to, to actually end hunger in this country. Uh, and, you know, and we all have a responsibility in that. And look, we live in the richest country in the history of the world. And we've got close to 40 million people who do not know where the next meal is going to come from. We all should be ashamed and we can fix that. And people here in the valley are stepping up and they're, you know, they're doing it. I mean, I, I have Lindsay Sabadozers in the back. I got 
Paul Mark is here. I mean, Dave Selvin was here. I don't know whether we left him on the side of the road or not. He stopped at another coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. Dave has often regaled us with his story of the need his need for coffee and the resulting need for bathroom breaks thereafter. Yeah, he's and he's he's the master. He can write a book on all that. But <laughs> it, but, it, but it's great. But you know, there's there's just a lot of people, and you know, we had Joe Cumberford yesterday. She was great, and you know, and uh, so it's all all good. And we're not walking through the campus of the University of Massachusetts. And so. I I can I can hear the I can hear in your breath this the this, your stride lengthening as you go forward, Congressman Jim McGovern. Hey, all thank, the best. Thank you so thank very you. very much. We're going to take a quick break, and during this break, this is the time to do it. We have matching grants available this hour. This hour, you have twenty minutes which means you need to do it this break, please. You need to call 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, 888-323-4673, or go to montysmarch.com, and your dollar becomes $2, your 10 becomes 20, your 100 becomes 200, and for a dollar, you can effectively, because of the matching grants on the table from Blue Cross Blue Shield of Massachusetts, the Cooley Dickinson Hospital, and the $2,500 anonymous matching grant we have, your contribution will be doubled. Your dollars will provide eight meals for people, kids who are hungry in our area, in your town, in our community. So please, right now, go to your phone, take it out of your pocket, 888-323-HOPE. 888-323-4673 or montysmarch.com. Please give right now. Please, please, please. We'll be right back. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. Dark and dusty, painted on the sky. Misty taste of moonshine, teardrop in my Western Mass Business Show with local dynamo Tara Brewster, Saturdays at 11 and Sundays at 2, only on WHMP. Brought to you by Greenfield Savings Bank with offices all throughout Hampshire and Franklin counties. Greenfieldsavings.com. The Western Mass Business Show with Tara Brewster, WHMP. We are talking random whites. Every Friday morning, Monty visits the wine snobs to talk about wine at State Street. This is from a company called La Pere. Gros Monsang. Grow, apparently. When you see it written, it looks like you're drinking something called Gros Monsang. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's Grow. In the past, has mostly been relegated to bulk wine or distilling grapes for brandy. Petit Monsang, which I think means like little guy, and Gros Monsang means big guy. It almost has like a dessert wine feel to it. It's susceptible to botrytis, so they do make sweet wines. This tastes like it almost might have that, which is like... It's essentially, they call it Noble yeah, Rock, it, which is my next yeah. band so name. Don't great. steal. We, we, so mentioned, weird. <laughs> we mentioned it was a brandy grape, and this wine does taste like a brandy. Yeah. Drink this before dinner. Maybe drink it after dinner. Because it's a brandy-ish kind of feel yeah. to it. This yeah. is a unique It's one. very different. 1899. It is organic grapes and certified organic. What's the name of this one again? La Perre. Find your favorite wine and your next favorite wine at State Street. 
the holidays, baking, wrapping, decorating, and of course, shopping for that special gift. Hi, it's Jessica, owner of Fitness Together in Amherst and Northampton. This holiday season, consider giving a private one-on-one personal training session with a Fitness Together gift card. Stop by our locations, Amherst or Northampton, to pick one up in person. Or give us a call and we'll drop one in the mail. Give a gift that keeps the ones you love fit and healthy. Happy holidays from all of us at Fitness Together. Welcome the arrival of the new year in the heart of historic Old Deerfield at the Friends of Deerfield Jubilee. On New Year's Eve, we're kicking off a year-long celebration of Deerfield's 350th anniversary. Enjoy a gourmet dinner, cash bar, raffles, and music by the O-Tones of Northampton. Tickets are $100 or $180 for two. For tickets and more information, please visit friendsofdeerfield.org. Thank you to our sponsors, Greenfield Savings Bank, AFI Furnishings, and Ralph's Blacksmith Shop. Junior Achievement of Western Massachusetts helps prepare young people for real-world career and financial success. As we enter the season of giving, thank you for considering a gift to Junior Achievement. Throughout November, when you make a donation of $25 or more to JA of Western Massachusetts, you will be entered into a raffle for a pair of Boston Bruins Winter Classic tickets at Fenway Park. To make a donation, visit jawm.org forward slash donate to make a gift you can be proud of. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. We continue our live coverage of Monty's March for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. Again, we have matching grants on the table available to you this hour, 888-323-HOPE, 888-323-4673, or montysmarch.com. Monty, you have some uh, elected officials who are with you. I believe you've managed to bring them up closer to the front of the march line. Who do you have with you? Well, it's funny. I found out if you just stop, then the march line comes to you. So I waited until I saw <laughs> state rep and Paul Mark, uh, Senator-elect Paul Mark. Yes. Who would you like to speak to first? Well, we haven't had Senator-elect Paul Mark on since he became Senator-elect. So let's start with uh, Paul Mark. You win the lottery, Senator Paul Mark. Put that right up against your ear and talk into it. <laughs> he didn't know I could hear you, did he? <laughs> Hello. Representative Senator-elect Paul Mark. Uh, for the Berkshire, Hampshire, Franklin, Hamden District. Congratulations on your election. Uh, Thank you. So, so happy that you will be in the state Senate. It's just, a, it's just a, a boon for, I think, not only your district, but for people across the Commonwealth. Uh, I'd like to know why you are on this march. Well, thank you, first of all, for the nice words. It's, re- it's really exciting to be uh, moving over to the Senate. And I vowed last year would be my last year marching, and I met as a rep. <laughs> so now <laughs> as a senator, like, I'm, I'm back marching. And it's, it's important to march because coming from a home that uh, there were times where we had food insecurity myself, uh, I know how important, especially this time of year, it can be to both help people in need and when you're in need, to know that need is, uh, there, there is help available and know that there shouldn't be and there really isn't a stigma because so many of us have dealt with this in our own lives. And so making sure that we bring awareness that there are resources out there and that people should take advantage of them and know that uh, you're welcome to it, I think is really important. Do you have constituents who talk to you about their food insecurity? The... Oh, yeah, absolutely. Especially in, in, in some of the new towns that I've, I've picked up in, uh, in the new district. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And do they tell you stories about their use of the food pantries in the various places where they can access a hot meal for themselves or their kids? 
Yeah, there's there's definitely talk about how important local food pantries can be, uh, as well as other support systems that are in place. Uh, the probably the most personally disturbing is when I hear about kids in school. And so I was at a, a high school, I'm not going to name, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, that's that's new to my region uh, for me personally. And yeah, hearing about uh, the availability of, of, of the free school lunch program and the free school breakfast is both uplifting and uh, disturbing because on one hand you feel bad that there's such a need out there. But again, I remember when I was a kid, if you wanted to get the free lunch, you had to show a card and it was a process and everyone knew. So I, I remember not doing it because I didn't want people to know and just going hungry. And so having that available for people is so important. And yeah, it's just, it's just again, bringing awareness to this as, as part of this march is, is, is why I do keep coming back every year. That's an inspiring story that you told and a deeply disturbing story that you tell from your personal experience. I wonder if you have a word for those who are in the situation you used to be, a word for those who need to access uh, food uh, because they cannot uh, purchase it. They don't have the wherewithal to do that. What are your words for them? First of all, there's nothing to be embarrassed about. We all hit hard times. It happens. So, you know, take take advantage of what you need, the resources you need. Do not be ashamed of it because it's actually you'd be surprised people aren't judging you. And and just knowing that it's prevalent, it's normal and it will get better um, is, is, I think, really important. I wish someone had said that to me when I was a kid because it felt like I was the only one going through it. And I know now in, in retrospect, no, it was it was probably half the kids I was in school with, too. I really appreciate your sharing that. Uh, Senator-elect Paul Mark, Representative Paul Mark, thank you so much for being on the march. Thank you for those words that are really inspiring and moving. Do you have a Representative Sabadosa next to you? Yeah, or let, me, let, me, let me call for Representative Sabadosa. You're up. Yeah, super califragilistic, Lindsay Sabadosa. Hello. <laughs> Representative Lindsay Sabadosa, thank you so much. Thank you for being on the march. Tell us why you're doing this. Well, we are out here today trying to raise money for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts because we get to see every day how many people in the community need their help. And so if we can contribute a little extra, especially at this time of year, to make sure that our friends and neighbors have enough to eat, that is definitely worth the, what are we, marching, hiking, I'm not sure what we're doing, uh, but out here going the 23 miles. Okay, so let's get to the crucial part right away. How are your feet? My feet are fine. My feet are fine, and I made it up Amity Hill without any problems. That's terrific. I uh, want to give a report on how your co-marchers did, uh, specifically uh, Mr. Belmonte in his uh, Elvis Presley outfit and uh, Congressman McGovern without his winter coat on. I mean, how is everybody else doing? Everybody is doing great, and I have to say, there was an Elvis sighting downtown Amherst, and the kids loved it. <laughs> how many people would you estimate are on the march at this point? You know, it's actually very hard to say. It's, it's a large group out here today. Uh, it ebbs and flows as people join and uh, kids get back to school. But um, I think, you know, we're, we're, it feels like we've had at least 60 people with us. And is this a, a yearly endeavor for you? Have you been on the march before? I have been trying to count. I think I thought this was my fourth year, but this might actually be the fifth. And do you recognize fellow marchers from years in the past? Oh, yes, I am here with, uh, with Phil Corman, who is a regular marcher, uh, Dr. Dave, who is also a regular marcher. We see a lot of, uh, 
a lot of people who are very dedicated to the cause. Okay, we just have uh, less than a minute left. Uh, your word to your constituents who need to access the local food pantries. Uh, what are your What are your final thoughts? Well, I would say to anyone who is interested in having a, a nice Thanksgiving dinner in community that they should go to Mana Community Kitchen on Thursday. I'll be there volunteering tomorrow evening, Thursday morning. Um, Mana is a great resource in the community. They're connected with Grow Food Northampton, with um, with the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts, and uh, I think it's one of the best resources that we have locally to make sure that everybody has a uh, a great, healthy meal every day. Representative Lindsay Sabadosa, thank you so much for joining us for, live from Monty's March for the Food Bank of Western Massachusetts. For our listeners, again, now call, because during this break, your contribution will be doubled. Your dollar means eight meals for people, for kids who are hungry in our community. Call 888-323-4673, 888-323-HOPE, or go to montysmarch.com, please. Now, there is a fierce urgency for now, and your contribution is needed now. Please, it's going to be doubled thanks to these generous matching grants that we have on the table now for the next six minutes. Please, 888-323-HOPE, and thank you very, very much. This is Bill Newman, WHMP. Do you know what's happening this Friday at 9 a.m.? Is this week's Shop Friday local burgers and fries? Correct! They go on sale this Friday at 9 a.m. Full value gift certificates and you save 30%. Local burgers and fries, spiked milkshakes and more. It's not fast food, it's good food, fast. Get ready to save 30% beginning Friday at 9 a.m. The Shop 30 store at whmp.com. Live and local news and talk for Northampton and the Valley since 1950. WHMP Northampton. WHMQ Greenfield. Northampton Radio Group Station. It's 10 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Rocket Mortgage.